0: Hello and welcome. Howdy hey. It is yet another weekly edition of the A Lotta Love podcast. I'm Mom. And I'm Aiden. And we are here bringing you up to date reptile news, excitement, and some tomfoolery.
1: Because you
0: cannot live without our tomfoolery. Facts. So in today's episode we will be updating our own husbandry things that we are learning. And we are going to talk a little bit about the new reptile bill, the Lacey Act, that they are trying to amend through Congress to try and keep us from keeping our pets. And then we do have a pretty sweet reptile of the week, a la Aiden. He picked an obscure one this week, so it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, any- I'm, all,
1: I'm, all, I'm all for obscurity.
0: He really is. He's pretty obscure himself. Um, other than that, is there anything else we need to talk about? Um, no, I I don't I, I don't think
1: so. I think we just need to jump right in. Uh, as some of you may know, last week uh, we had to share the horrible news of Fluffy the Axolotl passing away, and uh, we figured out why. It turns out there had been he had a fungus.
0: Fluffy was a little too fluffy.
1: Yeah, he had a fungus. And Mister um, Bubbles are
0: fungus among us.
1: Never again will you ever do that. <laughs> no, you've just you you've just dirtied this podcast. I
0: have not soiled our podcast. Oh yes, you have.
1: I have not. Okay, so Mister um, Bubbles got a fungus but we were able to take care of him we got some medicine we were able to do salt baths and he's doing a lot better living his happy little lot of life inside of his tank fungus free fungus free
0: yes so <clears throat> the combination we found that worked really well for mr bubble's fungus um we bought some of the api pima fix which is a more holistic medicine um in doing our research we found that a lot of the chemicals that are used for tropical fish and things um, those actually can be harmful to axolotls so we learned that um, the pima fix and i've used Melafix too for tropical fish just because it's a more holistic approach and It works awesome. Like when I had tropical fish tanks, it always worked great for me. So I got some of that and then we um, added some aquarium salt to the water. We took the filters out so the Pima Fix did not get filtered out of the water. And then um, we did like three nights of just a 10-minute salt bath. And uh, Mr. Bubbles Cleared Right Up is growing and eating great and living his or her best lot of life.
1: And if you ever decide that you need to take, if you, you know, if your axolotl decides it's a good day to get a fungus, you got to put medicine in there and you take those filters out. Do not leave those filters where anything that will eat them can get to them. I know this from personal experience.
0: Dogs, cats, tiny hooas.
1: Yes, tiny Chihuahua, or we call her Chihuahua, and uh, he decided it was a nice idea to come into my bedroom eat all of the filters on top of my bed and they had tiny little rocks in them.
0: It's called carbon.
1: Yeah, okay, carbon. They had the carbon in them and I had carbon all over my bed.
0: Nom, 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 nom.
1: So I was literally sleeping on top of that one night and it was absolutely horrific. Do not do it.
0: Yes, so keep filters out of reach of Hua. But well, we got new ones. Yep, and everything's good. Um, water's clearing up. The Axolotl is doing great, so crisis averted, only we're down to one Lottl and a few Jimmy Shrimps. Jimmy Shrimps. We have three or four left, right, out of like 13?
1: Yeah, we have four left.
0: And they're big, but um, the axolotls were snacking on the ghost shrimp, so the smaller ones became lunch, and the bigger ones are the only ones that are left, which is why we got them in the first place, is because if they got hungry between feedings, and we do feed them blood worms every day, but we wanted those ghost shrimp to be in there to make sure that they had something tasty in case, you know, make sure that they didn't get hungry.
1: Yeah. um.
0: Cocktail sauce not included. Dang! I know, right?
1: Do you think axolotls would like cocktail sauce with their, with their shrimp?
0: I mean, it would probably kill them, but they may go down very happy. I mean. Like, this is delicious.
1: I feel like you would be somebody that does that. I
0: probably would. <laughs> just be like, oh, this is tasty. This is and so then just good. Falls over and dies. Okay, so last night we went to. <laughs> My loving husband took me to Agave and Rye to get some tacos because I wasn't feeling the best and he wanted to cheer me up. So we went and I ordered this drink that was made with peaches and rose water and I'm drinking it and I'm like, man, I'm having trouble breathing. What the heck? I forgot, you know, I'm allergic to roses, but it didn't click with me in like a drink. Like I was thinking about like, don't buy me roses. I'm allergic to them. I don't want to get like puff up or anything. Well, I was freaking drinking rose water. And so that was not a good time for me. I'm still puffy and swollen and purdy from that but I I will make a full recovery I am convinced do not slow clap your mother wonderful idea um in other news um let's see Ah. Carla's doing great okay hold on (laughs) Jesus um Carla is doing really good. Um, not like that any. I
1: feel like yelling today.
0: Please don't. There's people sleeping in the house. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Carla is doing great. Um, so, when we got Carla and we were out, Carla shopping, we were at PetSmart and they have all this Thrive stuff and it's overpriced, but some of it's kind of cool. And I found this Thrives squirt bottle because she has to be kept between 50 and 70 percent humidity so obviously we're gonna have to miss her so I got this bottle and it was like five dollars for this tiny little spray bottle I'm like well maybe it like sprays better for lizards than a regular spray bottle no that thing is a piece of crap so the Thrive five dollar spray bottle got replaced this week with a Dollar Tree one dollar spray bottle that sprays way better so that's yeah, so basically
1: what happens is with spray bottles like this, uh, there is a little thing that is usually supposed to pop out that attaches to the handle that lets you, you know, squeeze, squeeze and spray, spree- squeeze and spray it. Yeah, this one just kept getting stuck. And so it was a pain.
0: You had to like hit it on something to get it to pop back out to spray it. It was annoying. It. So we have spray bottle 2.0 upgrade. Highly recommend just getting a cheap Walmart or. Dollar Tree spray bottle and saving that extra money because it works so much better. You get better mist, better water coverage. Carla's happy because she can drink easier. Carla's getting big. Carla was not supposed to grow anymore, but I, I, I read somewhere last week that they can get as big as lychees. And if you guys don't, lychee? Lychee is the largest breed of gecko. I mean, they are a large gecko. It's that thing when we were at the Reptarium that you held that looked like a 70s couch. (laughs) yeah yeah so they can get that big and I mean they said when we rescued Carla that she was three and she was full grown but she does look bigger and she has had quite the appetite since we got her I know she was underfed when we got her and that had nothing to do the rescue group hadn't had her that long so that was thanks to the people that had her before us but now she's just living her best Carla life
1: yeah, she's very happy in her
0: uh, cage. Fat and sassy. She's sassy. Yeah, like you. Yes. That's why she's my baby. Um, and other news, Peaches. Peaches is going through her third shed. Oh, my God. Right? Um, so we're getting her through that. I did do a soak on her yesterday. She's just growing like a weed and living her best corn snake life. And then... What if
1: every time... So, like... Say somebody kept growing, okay, and instead of you like your skin growing, like what if you had to just morph into a new like suit of skin every what,
0: like people shed? <laughs> yeah. That would be so gross. <laughs> I would not want to see Aiden shed all over my house. Yeah, all of a sudden there's <laughs>
1: just like a freaking car- <laughs> <laughs> Like I wake up in the morning and <laughs> instead of growing pains, I like my carcass is coming off. No,
0: please me. stop. <laughs> You're gonna, We're going to lose listeners from that conversation. So then the other thing going on. Um, so we did get a name for the bearded dragon. Our bearded dragon is named Pringle because it looks like a potato chip. And, um, and
1: Pringles are awesome. And if you don't think Pringles are awesome, then that sucks. They're not a potato
0: chip. They're a potato crisp. It's crispy. It is crispy. So um, we did get a name, and he, she, we don't know yet. So it's just a Pringle is doing great eating crickets.
1: Guys, I identify as a
0: Pringle. (laughs) Right? It's just a Pringle. So it's eating crickets great. It's living its best life. It's doing all of the things a Pringle should do. So that is the updates on our personal... Um, collection of of friends. Now, m- <laughs> moving on. Um, there is actually, actually speaking of friends. Uh, did you know
1: I have I have something uh, fun, interesting for you? Ready for this?
0: Did you know that
1: um, people will watch? People are more likely to watch shows based on things that they don't have. That's why Friends was so popular back when it aired.
0: You're mean. Did you watch it? <laughs> I imagine. I'm having trouble finding my cell phone that had the outline of our whole podcast on it. Wow, great job! I know, right? I am winning. So, um, in other news, that's for darn economy, right? <laughs> well, we have um something to talk about that's kind of serious for all of our reptile-loving friends. Okay, so there has been a bill on the books for a long time (laughs) called the Lacey Act. And it currently, as it states, has a blacklist of, like, animals that you can't have. So it'll list specifically things that you cannot have. Like, you can't have a tiger. And you can't have, I don't know, like, um, I don't know. There's just, like, there's a list of animals you can't have. And it's a shorter list, but it's mainly like really dangerous or endangered or almost extinct little animals. Did you find it? No, I didn't find it. Oh, goodness. Just keep about it. And so um, the problem is, is they're trying to pass an amendment right now that would make instead of having a blacklist, they would have a white list. And so far, it looks like the white list would only include things like dogs and. Cats and not much else. So, if you are a um, a reptile owner, pretty much all of your reptiles would become illegal. You would not allowed to have interstate transport. Um, you cannot transport crickets, roaches, anything that you feed your animals.
1: Can't have bugs on seventy five.
0: Right, you can't. You can't do interstate commerce on even their food so it's gonna like pretty much kill the reptile industry um like I wouldn't be able to order a snake from another state like Aiden's axolotl came from the state of Washington that wouldn't happen um peaches came from Michigan So you would not be able to go across state lines like we couldn't even go to another state, buy it and bring it back ourselves. So, I mean, it's really going to absolutely kill the reptile industry. So I looked up the other day and I actually wrote the senators and, you know, people are always like, oh, I'm going to do this or not. But this is like such a big impact on this whole industry and this hobby that we love that I actually, you know, sat down and I took the time. And I wrote our senators, because this is already passed the House of Representatives, and if it passed the Senate, we're all pretty much screwed with our hobby, and this is just gonna all go away. Um, so we live in the state of Ohio, and our- uh, uh, The state that literally the entire internet makes fun of. Right, so, and we also have the most astronauts, which makes everybody wonder why everybody in this state wants to leave the Earth.
1: I guess you could say we're just out of this world
0: are. So, um, if you live in the state of Ohio, our senators are Robert Portman and Sherrod Brown. Um, so I wrote both of them and pleaded with them to please vote this bill down because if they make these amendments to the Lacey Act, we basically are not going to be able to keep our pets. And a lot of them, like a lot of pets are going to be a lot of lizards, reptiles, and not even that like chinchillas guinea pigs rabbits they all are not included on the white list and they're all gonna have to be euthanized which is ridiculous
1: like guinea pigs are freaking harmless
0: right well so are bearded dragons and so are like i mean carla's not gonna hurt anybody but carla would be illegal and they're wanting they're basically gonna make us euthanize all of our non dog and cat pets that's slightly not okay. Right. I mean, they're just taking it too extreme. Like, I get, you know, them not wanting to have grizzly bears in people's backyards, but come on, people. This is ridiculous, and they're getting way too extra with it. And, I mean, I understand the Lacey Act as it stands now, but this amendment is, it, it's just going to kill everything that we love.
1: Um, so, I didn't actually know you wrote to the senators. When did you, when did you do that? Last week. Really? This is my first time hearing about this as well. So, um, as, a, as, a, as a first time hearer of this, um, I'm actually kind of worried about this now because I, I don't keep up on, on politics. I don't keep up on news and stuff like that. So, I, 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 I don't know what's going on. So, um, obviously this is bad. So, um, you know, do whatever you can. You know, try and do some protesting maybe. I don't know against it because...
0: You I mean, the know. biggest thing to do, write your senators. Let them know how you feel, how important this is to get voted down. And, you know, if they know that the public is against it, hopefully they will listen to the people that voted for them and they will do the will of the people. We can only hope.
1: We can only hope.
0: So anyway, write your senators. If you don't live in the state of Ohio, look up, you know, Google... And most of them have, like, a thing where you can email them online. So, you know, you don't even necessarily have to write and stamp and mail. Like, you can just write them a note online saying, hey, this isn't cool. And we won't stand for this. We want to be able to keep our pets. So, with that horrible, sad news, let's go up on a higher note and do this week's Reptile of the Week. (laughs) Drum roll, my, my drum roll. What in the world was that kind of drum roll?
1: Uh, so this week we are doing the meller's Chameleon,
0: or otherwise known as the ninety-day Chameleon. Yeah. Um, okay. So
1: I'm on this website and I'm, and I'm I'm researching stuff, trying to find a really cool chameleon to do this week. And I find one that says it lives for about maybe thirteen years. Like, oh okay. People can keep them for long periods of time. This would be a great animal. It's a potato. It is a yet a potato. <laughs> and um so we did research and they call it the ninety day chameleon because no not many people can get it to live past 90 days. So like you know 90 day fiance, yeah, you have that much time to get it. You have
0: a 90 day chameleon. So basically, the problem that we have with the Mellers chameleon is that there are very few people breeding them in captivity. And the reason why is they tend to not do well as far as breeding in captivity, the Um, hatch success is not great. Uh, so a lot of people don't want to mess with it because obviously if you're a breeder, you're trying to make some money off of this and it's hard to make a profit off of a Mellor's. So a majority of the Mellor's chameleons that come into the United States are wild caught. And then they do not adjust well to being kept in captivity because they're used to having an entire jungle, so um, we would, you know, like I always say, well, this is an easy beginner's lizard. This is a medium lizard. This one is for expert level reptile keepers. If you want to try the Mellers, you know, go for it. Um, there's no laws right now because the Lacey Act hasn't passed their amendment. There's no laws against keeping them or anything. Um, but you do want to be um, a very experienced reptile keeper also, that has a lot of space um, that they can dedicate to the Mellors. Um, they are from the mountainous areas of Tanzania, Mozambique, and Malawi. Malawi. Malawi? Malawi. I'm like, those are all places that sound amazing to to visit. So, good, good for you Mellors for finding a great place to live.
1: Malawi. Oh, my
0: God. Okay, so um, the adults can grow to a length of two feet or more. So this is a very large chameleon. We're not talking like your little tiny veiled chameleon that sits on your finger. This thing, gets to, this thing has to be long boy. That's awkward. Don't do that. You're awkward. So, yeah, so it gets two feet or more. Um, and then it's easily recognizable not only because it is a big freaking chameleon, but also has a uh, bright yellow and green coloring. Um, and then the occipital lobes are large, he has large occipital lobes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> and then um, he has a single horn off the front of his face. So
1: he's like a unicorn chameleon. I was really thinking more along the lines of
0: rhinoceros, but okay. No, he's the unicorn of chameleons. I like rhinoceros. I like unicorn. Well, that's you. Narwhal. Oh, yes, okay. You win. You win. You take the internet today. (laughs) Yes. So their other nickname is the giant one-horned chameleon. (laughs) But their one horn is often missing in captivity... As a result of injury during the importing process. So, you know,
1: you either basically, so basically it's like this, you either get a horn, you know, if you get a horn, then that means it's obviously been, you know, it's been hopefully shipped well and been taken care of but If it doesn't have a horn, then yeah, that's going to be a bit of a sign that it didn't get shipped over very well from wherever it came from.
0: Right, and unlike geckos and other lizards that will drop their tails, the horn does not grow back.
1: So he's just...
0: Hornless.
1: Hornless for life.
0: Also, you'll a lot of times see black spots on them in captivity, and that is due to being threatened or stressed.
1: So, I mean... You know, if I were to sprout black spots every time i was stressed
0: that would be so awkward <laughs> that, oh. Uh, they would think you had the bubonic plague <laughs> so like all true chameleons the mellers does have the eyes that can move independent of each other which makes them awesome and that's why i love chameleons
1: and that's why we picked you a chameleon for this week
0: But it has um, a tongue that stretches almost the length of its whole body. So, you know, you're walking like a foot and a half away from your chameleon. It can still smack you with its tongue.
1: Yeah. So watch out for that. For whenever that happens. What are you doing?
0: Because you keep hitting the microphone and that's going to make noise. Oh. So I'm trying to make you hold it like a normal human. (laughs) You can't seem to do that okay so
1: I'm a bit microphone clumsy
0: um, it also has the same color changing ability as all of its cousin chameleons um, really though and I found this interesting in doing my research because everybody thinks that chameleons change color for um, camouflage which to some extent they do but I'm really you're
1: about to tell me that this part of that's not true aren't you yes how could I see this coming
0: it changes colors based on temperature, stress levels, and it changes colors to show off for potential mates and intimidate competition for those mates.
1: Oh boy, you know if uh, you know if I have a crush on somebody and I just change and I just turn colors. Why every is time.
0: Aiden purple today? Like <laughs> <laughs> oh god, he's got another one. <laughs> he's got a crush on Lisa. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> like just, I, I just picked a random girl. there It's like, "Oh, Aiden's got crush on someone. He's turning blue and plaid." Plaid. <laughs> Did baseballs won? They've gone to plaid. Do you think? Do you think plaid is attractive? No. <laughs> okay,
1: so I would not be plaid.
0: Well, I mean, you never know.
1: I'm not plaid
0: yet. <sighs> uh. So the problem you have with importing them and the biggest thing, once you get your Mellor's Chameleon home and it's made its journey on a boat across the ocean like a pilgrim, once you get it home.
1: Yeah, once you name it once you get a name of Christopher Columbus.
0: I was gonna say John Smith, but okay. Isn't that the dude at the first Thanksgiving or is that the Pocahontas guy? Is that the Pocahontas guy? I don't know. This is not a historically accurate podcast.
1: Yeah. Um we do not uh some people say that um, there's no use to like do anything in history because there's no future in it. So, we're just not historically accurate. I mean,
0: I I do believe in studying history. I don't want to get, like, slammed on the internet for this. But I'm just saying, we're just joking around, people. Don't get your panties in a twist. But anyway, so once you come across, you're you're a little Mellor's chameleon. And you're on your little boat and you came across. But you really haven't had food or water for however long it takes to come over here in a boat from Africa. So, you're you're a little parched and a little hungry. So always make sure when you first pick up your Mellors that you feed and water it well. Um, A lot of times the holding stations, like if you're getting it from somebody that's like a reptile person importing them and actually knows what they're doing. But if you're like buying one from a pet store, it probably hasn't been properly cared for even in the interim after it came off the boat. So you want to make sure that you are taking special care to make sure they are fed and hydrated when you first get one
1: yeah that's just uh that's just pet stores nowadays. some of them just don't take care of their uh some of them, not all of them uh but some of them just don't take care of hey, well,
0: I'm not even gonna lie back when I was a pet store manager in my early twenties i I w- did the ordering for the livestock and I saw this thing and I was like I saw a picture and it was a tegu and I'm like oh that's really cool and it didn't say how big it got on my order form nothing just that we could order it and obviously I guess you know the picture on the order form of it was a baby well I thought it was the adult so I got in an Argentinian tegu and I had no fucking cl- uh, sorry beeping clue <laughs> how to take care of it and and I mean, that thing grew and grew and grew and I couldn't find anybody to buy it. I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do with this thing?
1: Did you take it home?
0: No, I finally found I finally found a rescue to take it. Because I I mean, most pet store like managers wouldn't care that much and I, you know, wouldn't take care of it. But at least I found I paid for it. I bought it and gave it to the rescue. Oh, wow. Because I didn't want anything bad to happen to it. But like I said, there was just, it's not even the pet store's fault. They're given these order forms. They're like, well, just get whatever. And you're like, okay, this looks cool. And then you have no idea what you're ordering.
1: Yeah, and I think that's sad sometimes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You know what else is sad? <laughs> what? In fact, you lost your filter for a
0: second. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: that's fine. That's not going to be the first time.
0: Warning, this podcast may contain mom language.
1: I'm going to start saying that every like
0: listener discretion is advised.
1: So what's going to start happening now is like every after the before every single theme song, I'm probably going to start saying some kind of language warning that way you can be a bit more free with
0: It's hard. It is hard to filter. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'll say something at the beginning of it from now on, okay?
0: Okay, I appreciate that. I'll
1: give you a little more a little more wiggle wiggle room.
0: We- Weagle? Weagle! So, okay, and the next thing on the Mellers is that you want to make sure that you keep them in a subtropical environment. And um, the humidity range on these guys should be between 50 and 90 percent. Um, and you want to make sure that they they contain those levels all the time to keep them healthy and hydrated. It also helps them with their shedding and it does encourage their appetite as well. Um, They can eat a great deal. They love a variety of insects, including grasshoppers, flies, moths, and beetles. Some even like to eat small lizards and birds. In captivity, most people feed crickets, dubia roaches, silkworms, praying mantises.
1: seeds,
0: Just to name a few options, but they also enjoy larger prey items and flaming, (laughs) flying insects. (laughs)
1: Flaming hot insects.
0: It's like flaming hot Cheetos, only flies.
1: I actually got a bag of flaming hot Cheetos at school the other day. They were not flaming hot. I was lied to.
0: No, they're delicious though.
1: I was I was lied to.
0: So favorites um, also include mantids, dragonflies, and butterflies. But you always want to make sure that the prey items are non-toxic and have not been in contact with any pesticides. So, you know, don't be go wild catching some praying manti in your backyard and being manti. like mantises, mantises.
1: So, you know how like it's no. OK, yeah. I get maybe
0: They do need cricket dust um, on their cal- like with calcium dust on their food. Um, it's also a good idea to gut load their food. And then they need D3 at least once a month
1: um so what kind of habitat do they need
0: well honestly <laughs> what i've been researching they need a lot of room and the best thing you can really do is have like an entire freaking room of your house converted for them and let them free range now you can if you do an entire room of your house with your free range chameleon first of all
1: respects.
0: <laughs> yes but you can have more than one if you're free ranging them so you can have a gaggle of free range chameleons. A gaggle? Is that what they're called? I think it's a clutch, but <laughs> I don't
1: know. A gaggle. Um Do you guys do you guys do you guys gaggle when you're listening to the podcast? It's like gagging and giggling at the same time. Oh my god. So, um,
0: if you do a regular like cage and not a whole room, it should be at least six to eight feet tall and four feet wide and deep. It should be made of quarter-inch mesh rather than standard cage screening. They tend to get their claws stuck in screening, and if the mesh is too tight and they fall, their claws can be pulled out. So the quarter-inch mesh is the perfect size for the little feetsies.
1: Yeah, I don't want to get them stuck.
0: Um, but, yeah, the free-range is definitely what they recommend. Um, how, about,
1: how about bedding?
0: Hold on. I'm getting there. You're so needy. I
1: am. These chameleons are needy. I, my voice just cracked really hard. <laughs>
0: These chameleons are needy. <laughs> These chameleons are really needy. <laughs> stop. You're going to scare our viewers away. Listeners, you're not looking at anything. <laughs> oh, maybe they
1: are. You don't know what they're doing when they're listening to this. They could be driving home from work like you do when you
0: listen to podcasts. Um, yes, I'm looking light and heat, they need UVB for sure. What does
1: UVB stand for?
0: Ultraviolet B <laughs> 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 honestly, honestly, there's UVA and UVB, so it's ultraviolet alpha and ultraviolet beta.
1: An ultraviolet B is that just a B that just
0: spreads ultraviolet, <laughs> ultraviolet <laughs> rays? So a good common bulb for them is the Reptiglow. Do they
1: do they give ultraviolet
0: honey? They give B B waves. They like. Cooler temperatures from between 75 and 82 degrees. But they do like a basking spot between 92 and 94. Just just for your information.
1: You like basking spots.
0: I do. I like to bask. Basking's the best. I'm looking to see if I can find anything. I thought I had bedding in here. I would think you would just use the forest bark bedding um, like you would for a gecko or... Um, like a, a veiled chameleon, just on a much larger scale. Yeah. Or, you know, just shuffle some dirt, you know.
1: Dirt. For so your. You
0: make a pond in your backyard. And then, after you take that dirt that you use to make your pond.
1: For your gaggle of chameleons. You
0: can keep your gaggle of chameleons in a free range environment in your home.
1: Hey, uh, I got a question. Uh, should we put any plants in there?
0: I mean, yeah, everybody needs plants. Plants. More. Plants. You barely had your mouth open. <laughs> Plants. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: Plants. <laughs> That's the one quotable thing we have from this podcast.
0: That Andy Lottled away.
1: We stopped doing that.
0: I know, but I still like it.
1: No, we're not going to bring that back for a very long time.
0: But I like it. But I don't.
1: Um, I will shove the microphone in your face.
0: So, yeah, I really don't. Did your research have anything about bedding? Because mine does not. No, I really didn't. So, yeah, I would say um, a good standard bedding would be the jungle earth bark. Like that that coconut fiber, things like that um, in your house. (laughs) Coconut, coconut sharks in the water. Coconut, coconut sharks shark's in the water, friends. Coconut. coconut. Okay, we're, we're, we're done. You won't let me do my Lotto song, then you can only do one round of coconut. Uh, now, if we start singing the Narwhal song, that's another issue. But okay, so yeah, so that's um, most of what we had on the Mellors Chameleon. If you have any questions about the Mellors, um, you know, you always feel free to hit us up on the Facebook page at A Lot of Love Podcast. Um, and ask any questions. I'm on there every day. I'm usually posting funny shenanigans. Um, And a big shout out to all of you guys that have liked us lately. Like, it's pretty cool. We're over 200 likes in like a week. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah, and I mean, that might not sound like a lot to everybody else, but we're pretty darn excited over here and our you guys so much i don't look at the facebook uh thing
1: i don't have facebook uh the instagram should be like up and running more uh i will announce more about that in the next episode i should be posting more about it this week
0: so what is the um the how to get a hold of us on instagram
1: um, I believe it is a lot of uh, It's just a lot of love on Instagram. Okay,
0: yep. And we're a lot of love podcast on Facebook, and you can email us at
1: a lot of love fourteen at gmail.com dot
0: Yeah. So if you have any questions, please feel free to hit us up on any of those outlets. And if you guys have a reptile of the week that you want us to cover. By all means let us know We would love to hear your feedback And want to know what you want us to talk about um, Any care instructions you want If there's anything specific about a certain reptile We will go research it And we will find out for you for sure We've got some really good resources That we can tap into And I am more than happy To try and get you answers On any reptile questions you have By no means are we experts We're learning along with you guys But I want to know as much as I can so if you guys have questions, I will make sure it gets answered because probably somewhere along the line, I will have the same question so we can all learn together and have an awesome little herpy community. A what now? Reptiles are also called herps.
1: Really? Yeah. In the morning, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, we got um, Carla from Herps Alive. What did you think that was about?
1: That's what we got her from? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, I was there too. I know. And I was not there. And I know that. That's uh, okay.
0: So yeah. And we're definitely like very honored. We saw that, you know, we do have some awesome listeners that have actually listened to our podcast that aren't our personal friends. So that's cool. And thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for listening and not knowing who the heck we are.
0: Yeah, and, and hopefully being... Even, even,
1: even if you do know who the heck who the heck we are, thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you, friends, for listening to us and listening to our shenanigans. Hopefully we entertain you, but we're really enjoying doing this for you guys, and we're hoping it keeps growing and we can make some good friends and learn a lot about reptiles, and it's just been a really fun journey so far. I'm hoping sometime in the next couple weeks to set up a Patreon. So we will do our normal regular episode every week and then we'll do a mini Patreon episode too. So if you donate to us, you'll get to listen to that bonus episode. Um, And I think we'll just do like a $1 tier if we open up that Patreon. So it'll just be a dollar a month to get that bonus episode every week.
1: And uh, on the Patreon episodes, there is a guaranteed 25% more snark from me.
0: How can you pass that up? That's definitely worth a dollar. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah... Um- so, yeah, if you guys want, you know, need anything, any questions, again, please hit us up. We would love to hear from you guys. We're so excited about uh, the little community that's growing on Facebook. And hopefully you guys, you know, are enjoying these. And we'll keep doing these every Sunday and bringing you the best reptile content out there. Oh, also, I want to plug the YouTube. The YouTube is
1: a lot of love. We have been I have been posting a couple videos up on there.
0: Um, also, uh.
1: Apple Podcasts, if you typically listen to Apple Podcasts, you should be able to, by the end of this week. Week, Uh, that's like the sound of guinea pig, Mags, right? Reek! Okay. Um, sounds like a stuck
0: pig. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so i should have this podcast up on apple Podcasts. Uh, it'll just be on here and there i don't really want to put it on anything like iHeartRadio right now because i have no idea how but i think i can get it up on apple po- i think i can get it up on apple podcast pretty easily. i
0: literally thought you were gonna say apple pie apple pie <laughs> i am all about the apple pie great. <laughs> let's do that <laughs> that's gonna be
1: that's gonna be our next project
0: apple pie <laughs> um I was going to say something semi oh the patreon um If if you decide once we get it up to donate to our Patreon, everything you donate will go right back into this podcast, including but not limited to better sound equipment. So we're not passing this janky microphone back and forth and you can make sure that you hear us and it doesn't sound echoey. So that's something that we would do. Plus, we may be upgrading some reptile stuff and being able to bring you some more videos and things like that. So um, we're not doing this for any kind of profit. We're literally just putting this back into a way for us to bring you better content
1: because i mean you know we want to make sure that you guys are you know we want to make sure that the show is quality for your enjoyments
0: because we love you
1: but we need help doing that
0: but we love you
1: but we love you
0: all right guys so that'll be it for this week's episode hopefully you enjoyed the meller's comedian comedian (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! Yes.
1: Hopefully you enjoyed uh the Mellors comedian and um, yeah. I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up. So once again, you can find Facebook a lot of love podcast, Instagram a lot of love fourteen uh because for some reason a lot of love is already taken on there. Instagram's a lot of love fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, email is a lot of love fourteen at Gmail uh youtube is just a lot of love and um and i am aiden and i'm mom and this has been the a lot of love podcast bye bye